0: And welcome to In My Mug episode 330 on Monday the 9th of March 2015. I'm your host Stephen Later. Uh, welcome to In My Mug and the best, we, I suppose we best get on with the news. So news. I've just got back from Glasgow where the UK Barista Championships have been held. Uh, for those who don't know, I'm the national coordinator for the SCAE that run the UKBC competition, so I've been running around like an idiot. A huge well done to Maxwell, Maxwell Kelowna Dashwood from Kelowna and Smalls um, for coming in first place. A worthy winner and a great champion, and super well done, Maxwell. But a special big hug to Dale. Dale, who's my wholesale director, missed out on winning by one point, six three five to Maxwell, 636 so so close um, He did super well, and I am very very proud um, of everything that he did there He was amazing so super well done to Dale ignore that noise in the background The ideas of March the subscription that we've been doing um, it marches on so did plan words marches on Um, The cost of subscription uh, for 4 bags over 4 weeks is just £24 That's £6 a bag including Royal Mail First Class Post and you'll be sent one bag every week for 4 weeks through March Now the first two have gone, you'll get those and then you'll catch up um, so you can still subscribe or you can buy them individually Um, Trust me this way is going to be cheaper um, than buying them all individually um, but it's definitely worth doing. This week's coffee has been released and it's called Here's Johnny um a crazy bag of craziness it is full of funky nuttiness um which i think you will enjoy very much and it comes with its own special label with me going so um yeah i hope you enjoy that and last week i told you about the sssss opening up again the secret subscription i'm afraid it's full again in ultra fast times you guys are awesome and amazing you filled it up so so quick uh, but it is now closed there are no more spaces and nobody else will be able to join that subscription so I hope you got in and on time and that was the news um, now we would normally do focus on but I'm not going to focus on anything this week apart from telling you that you should go watch a video and I told you to go watch it last week as well go watch my Tampa Tantrum talk it's at go.hasbeen.co.uk forward slash Steve Asia. Um, This is a video that I recorded talking about the demise of the Bolivian coffee industry. And the reason I'm telling you you have to watch it this week for the focus on is it makes this week's coffee make sense, but also makes you understand why it's so, so sad what is happening there. And why is it sad? Well, we had this coffee three years ago first of all from anastasia but it was in a mix and it was called illimani belinda and it was mixed with uh, a neighbor's uh, a neighboring canton's farm um but two years ago felix from belinda didn't send any of his coffee to the mill and it's actually worked out that in the end felix has abandoned the farm and gone to grow coca in the south of yungas um that gave us an opportunity to taste Anastasio's coffee on its own from Ilamani, and it was delicious! I'm really happy that we were able to get this coffee and really happy that we were able to get it this year for a second year. Um, Anastasio is 49 years old and he bought the farm back in 1993 um, and, but he's been working in neighbours farms like since he was 16 years old so that's all he's done is grow coffee. Um, He's from, he's located in the town of Illamani, the canton of Illamani, it's a small colony, uh, near to the town of Karanavi. It is a tiny farm, it has two hectares, two hectares of coffee, which is around about 6,000 6, plants, which is uh, Carillo and Catura. Um, It has an altitude of 1,350 to 1,800, it really is a steep piece of mountain. Um, The farm is completely inaccessible from the road, so Anastasio has to move the crop by hand for around about a quarter of a mile to a point where he can get it onto trucks and move the coffee to the mill. Um, But all of this effort meant that we had this delicious, tasty and amazing coffee. So, you know, the sadness of Felix no longer delivering his coffee meant that we got this one. But unfortunately, this is the last time we're going to see this coffee. Anastasio's made a decision that growing coffee is really hard um, and it, his yields have been dropping and dropping. Um, and uh, after the harvest was collected, he's cleared the land um, and he's decided he's going to use it for grazing cattle. Um, this is the last time that you're going to get a chance to taste what's become one of my favourite cups from Bolivia. And it's just another sign of the uh, how bad things are in bolivia and how difficult it is to get great coffee so it's from bolivia it's from north youngest from the city of caranavi it's called finca ilamani uh, it's uh, owned by anastasio cardina it's 1300 to 1800 meters it's clearola and catura it's a two hectare farm it's really sad the last time we're going to see this coffee and we you know, it's just another coffee that's disappeared from Bolivia and it's just really, really sad. Um, so go watch my video. Go understand a little bit more about Bolivian coffee. It's uk forward slash Steve Asia. Um, right, uh, I'm going to wrap you up. Actually, I'm going to go and see the map bit. times look at me smiling there instead of feeling all sad like today but here we are going up up and away and we're going across the Atlantic and we're going to South America so we spent a lot of time in Central America the past few months but time for our visits to south Um, and you can see that Andean spine that runs through Bolivia and Peru and into Chile and a little bit into um, Paris uh, Argentina, um, but we're focusing on Bolivia. So we're going to kind of scroll down there, and you can see we've got a lot of markers there. But before we go down to them, we said in the Amazon, river dolphins are pink. There we go. That's the kind of daft fact Roland normally comes up with. Um, but we're going down, and there you can see we have south Youngus and north youngest and we're in the north Youngus here. So we've got Louisa, Vilca, and Ilamani, so Vilka and Luaza, as equally spread, and this is almost like the mid-marker. And what we can see is this is uh, uh, Anastasio's farm. Um, it's just two hectares. It's a very small farm, lots of tree coverage. Um, it's very kind of close to the road there. That's the very bottom. But it's about a quarter of a mile from that road to the farm, so just to give you some idea of scale. And um, here you can see the way it spins round. We're getting a really good view of the mountains and uh, uh, just in the distance there, you can just about see the marker for Louisa, Um just if you look to the kind of, just to the right of it. So the lowest point of uh, Bolivia is the, the River Paraguay at 90 metres above sea level, and the highest point is 6,500 metres. It is ridiculously high. And that was the map bit. I feel really down about this week's one, which oh, is really sad. Anyway, let's go to Roland's Daft Fact of the Week. On the Alta Plana in Bolivia, not even bacteria can survive. He talked the truth. Um, yeah, on the autoplaner, uh, not even bacteria can survive. Not even the smallest cell. In fact, if you sent Andy, used to be our roaster, who is, he's on the wall somewhere. There he is, Andy. Yeah, he would probably be the smallest living organism on the Altiplano, because he's like a real person, but miniaturised down into a very small one. Okay, gonna wrap you on pause, gonna go and you're gonna get tasty, and delicious drinks. I'm gonna be back with you in a minute, and I'm hoping that the coffee just cheers me up a little bit. Okay, so I'm back. I've been brought delicious, tasty drinks by Gary today. Not not Techno Gary, Eba Gum Gary. It's unusual. He's done the espresso and uh, Roland did the brood, so I'm sure the brood will be horrible. But let's dive into the espresso. Now, the first thing about this coffee, is it has a beautiful acidity. It's beautiful pineapple, but it's sweet as well. So you get this beautiful sweetness, and there's a little bit of like a green apple on there that I really, really like. And the aftertaste just finishes in um, it's kind of like a, a smooth, melted milk chocolate. It's such a complex espresso, it really is. Um, let's give it up for the happy clappuccino. And um, then this coffee for me works super well with the milk because the acidity and the sweetness and everything kind of all going on, and the milk just kind of raises it a little bit more. It's very smooth. The milk chocolate becomes even more dominant in the in the cappuccino. The acidity drops down a little bit, but you still get that pineapple kind of sweetness come through. And into the brood. Well Roland hasn't screwed it up, that's amazing. In the brew, that pineapple is there, but you remember those pineapple sweets you can get? Like the, the pineapple cubes. It reminds me so much of that, and it reminds me on the cupping table of that too. But again, it finishes in that traditional, classic Bolivian milk chocolate It just makes it a really interesting and super clean cup. Listen, thank you very much for joining me as always. I'm going to hurry up and finish quick because that car alarm's really annoying me. And do remember, life is definitely too short for bad coffee.